0: Welcome to Gain Meets, the new podcast from Gain, a UK charity on a mission to empower and educate the next generation of investment professionals. Join us as we explore the exciting world of investment management and introduce you to key investment concepts, no previous knowledge needed. So whether you're a student looking to pursue a career in finance or a young professional looking to expand your knowledge, Gain Meets is a fantastic way to learn about investment concepts and sharpen your industry knowledge perfect for exploring your options or to give you an added edge when it comes to interviews. So tune in and get ready to gain a new perspective on investment management careers.
1: Hello and welcome to the podcast. I'm Charlotte Young, a trustee here at Gain, and I'm delighted to welcome Sarah Mitchell of Mondrian Investment Partners onto the podcast this week to talk about all things credit. Sarah is a Senior Portfolio Manager at Mondrian, having joined them in 2011. So, Sarah, before we get started on what you do now, day to day, I'd love to hear a little bit of a history of your career and how you've wound up in this role managing bonds at Mondrian.
2: Of course. So, um, as you say, I've been with Mondrian for a long time time now nearly 12 years um I remember when I started I did not think I'd stay that long just because you're in that kind of early stage where you're uh moving moving jobs and kind of trying to get on to the next thing um I when I graduated I started on the um the grad scheme at Price Waterhouse Coopers so the chartered accountancy uh kind of three-year stream there um Very much because I probably hadn't done enough research at university, I knew I wanted to go into finance, wasn't particularly sure which bit um, and that seemed like a very kind of broad based way to get to know the city um, and understand finance and businesses in general. Uh, loved it. Really, really loved it. Um, but I'd say I identified about halfway through that um, I wasn't going to stick around long term. Wanted to move into um, the investment management side of the city. It interested me. I'd spoken to a few people uh, within that side of the business at PwC. Um, so I initially thought that I was going to do the kind of tried and tested stream of uh, PwC into the side equity research and then eventually into the buy side. Um took a career break to go traveling for three months at the end of when I qualified uh, with a view to giving myself a few weeks at the end to look for jobs before going back to PwC. Uh, but unfortunately, that was 2008 uh, mid financial crisis kicking off. Uh, so slight pivot. Um, I was offered a job at Best Stearns and then that folded kind of mid offer process. Um, I was in this um, kind of final stages for equity research at Lehman's. Um, so, I then uh, kind of pivoted and took a job um, as a referral from an ex PDBC colleague working for the Royal Bank of Scotland, which is now Net West, um, in their credit analysis team. And it was joining uh, a number of people I used to work with at PDBC. So, I guess it was kind of circumstances uh, dictated the move then. Um, stayed there for three years. It was very interesting. Uh, but again, RBS didn't prove to be the uh, safest call in the financial crisis. So, uh, after a couple of years there, and government bailout kind of career prospects in the investment bank started uh narrowing pretty significantly, so I started looking outside and took up the kind of move into investment management uh idea again um did what many people do and started sitting my c f a to show kind of intent to help me um get in the door um interviewed at Mondrian and then made the move across and um and that's that's been me for the last last twelve years, so I'm in there. Um, global fixed income team. Um, So, focusing on bond markets around the world, developed and emerging. My particular focus is on the credit or the non-government side of things here at Mondrian, but it's a small team. So, we work across all disciplines, but my research is um, on the credit side of things. So, looking at um, companies very similar to equity research, um, just we're investing in their bonds, um, not their, their shares.
1: Great. Thanks, Sarah. That's a fascinating career journey and just really interested in what peaked that interest in investment at that juncture where you decided, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to explore this avenue. I, I quite want to decide whether I might be an investor in the future.
2: Really good question. So at PwC, I was in their kind of consumer division, so analysing your kind of large uh, day-to-day companies. So Sainsbury's was one of my clients, TK Maxx was one of my clients, um, and I loved understanding the business but again you're kind of you're looking at things on a historic basis uh, when you're auditing I was an auditor um, particularly uh, at the early stages um and you're looking at kind of parts of a business and getting a really good understanding of them um but I was understanding I was interested in understanding the whole thing um more forward looking um understanding kind of the business profile as well as the financial profile um and I thought that going into investing would be um would kind of meet what I wanted uh, or what I enjoyed from PwC and, and take it a bit further.
1: And did you start in credit or did you start looking at investments more generally?
2: I started uh, looking at equity research. Uh, that was the initial kind of career goal, if you like, uh, purely because I didn't know there was anything else out there. Um, so I think it's great what GAIN's doing and, and, and other organisations uh, organizations as well is kind of opening up the city to a a kind of an audience younger or earlier in their career journey so I only really started to understand all the different career avenues uh, when I was working at the Royal Bank of Scotland I would say because I was kind of in it um, and you could see where colleagues had moved on to what they thought of it Um, you're obviously speaking to recruiters and and more senior people in the industry so that I think that's when I got a, a much better understanding of the different avenues that were open to you within the city.
1: Great. I think a lot of our listeners will understand as well, like you, they'll be very familiar probably with what equities are, but maybe less so with credit. So what's the difference?
2: My um, sort of area of credit is looking at corporate bonds. So in terms of understanding companies, very little, uh, I work very closely with the equity analysts here at Mondrian. We ask the same questions. We go into joint meetings, joint research trips. uh, But I'm obviously valuing a different instrument to the equity guys. So um, I'm valuing the company's bonds. Um, So a bond is, is essentially a loan. Um, so, we are lending that company money rather than taking a stake in that company. Um, so, I mean, that that's the difference if you think of bonds like uh, loans, which we'll all be familiar with, student loans, etc. But it's just the company can access a bigger pool of capital because it's using the bond market. So, it's not just borrowing directly from one bank, it's borrowing from many, many individuals. So, um, it's a different way of valuing the instrument issued by that company but obviously the bond market is vast because not just companies can issue bonds uh, governments issue bonds uh, to finance themselves government agencies so um, kind of rail networks or uh, utilities it's kind of a vast spectrum of, of organizations um, and different kind of types of entity can issue bonds uh, so the bond market is huge so at Mondrian um, our team invest in uh, developed global fixed income to so the developed bond market and the emerging bond market. And we invest across government and company bonds. So, my job within Mondrian is to think, okay, within this allocation to the US bond market, for example, should we be in government bonds? Should we be in corporate bonds? We're usually somewhere in the in the middle, but should we be overweight, underweight? Um, and then within that, what companies look the best value? Um, so, it's the bond market is is, is huge. Company bonds are a part of that. But there's Within investing in company bonds, you're still understanding a business. It's you're asking exactly the same questions if you were doing a kind of a stock pitch, which some of the listeners might be um, familiar with from kind of case studies and internships. It's it's exactly the same type of information.
1: Great. And what what do you like about it? What's your your favorite part about the job? And I guess you've done both equity and credit. So why why credit? I guess.
2: Good question. (laughs) A lot of it's luck. So, where you end up. Um, I really like my team um, who I work with. And yeah, so I enjoy, we have quite a small team. I enjoy working in a small team. I enjoy the responsibility. And yeah, I I enjoy understanding companies. That would be the same for equities or bonds. Um, I've always been quite quantitative. You don't have to be, but that's just kind of lent itself to uh, our team because it's small. Uh, It's quite model driven. So, just kind of happy where I've ended up. A big part is the team I work with and the responsibility. I like talking to companies and understanding um, the business um, and things like that.
1: Great. Um, And you sort of explained the asset class, but I'm really interested in, and and the fact that it's quite quantitative, maybe in, in terms of the analysis you do. What does your typical day look like in terms of research, meeting with companies or investors? I I understand that there's probably no typical day, um, but on average, what what does it look like?
2: So, it's evolved over the years because I've been at Mondrian quite a long time. I'd say towards the beginning um, of my career uh, there in the fixed income team, my day would be very heavily skewed towards research, so I'd probably get in, open up a model model um, and be reading about companies, be speaking to various external people to help me understand any questions I have. So, for credit, um, we talk to uh, the sales side, on the equity side and the credit side. Uh, rating agency is very important. Um, Uh, just company management as well. Um, As I've progressed through my career, I would say that time is more split between that and client servicing and marketing. So, I'll talk to our existing investors, prospective investors, uh, consultants, um, anyone that wants to understand uh, what we do. So, the day is very varied, uh, which I like, uh, but we still, and again, it depends uh, where you end up and size of team, et cetera, but we still do spend um, and I still still do spend quite a lot of my day researching companies, which is good because I enjoy it. So, so it's very, very mixed.
1: Yeah, that's that's the really interesting bit. I'm an equity investor and yeah, I think getting to meet with management teams and understand kind of a bit more about how the world works is, is a great privilege of our job. Um, I'm interested in some of the skills that potentially our listeners might want to think about when it comes to being a a credit investor, what do you think are the main ones that you might need for the job? It's very
2: varied, I would say. The team I work with got very uh, varied backgrounds. Um, I work with economists um, who work on the kind of inflation forecasting side of things for fixed income, so looking at sovereign bonds. Uh, I work with an actuary, a statistician. Um, I'm obviously a chartered accountant background, but it's extremely varied backgrounds. Um, and I think you need that as well because you don't want to be working with kind of carbon copy, uh, exactly the same background, exactly the same degree. We do, we look outside of your traditional, um, I think lots of places are doing that now, your traditional kind of degree backgrounds. We're not looking for a kind of army of chartered accountants or anything like that. Um, there'll be core things we're looking for teamwork, the ability to work with others. Obviously, an, 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 good academics are important. But in, in general, in terms of background, I wouldn't say there's a degree type or you don't have to be particularly quantitative. Obviously, some degree of um, kind of mathematical ability is, is is important. But other than that, it's very varied background. We're just looking for someone that's enthusiastic, has shown an interest. Um, things like gain are great for that because we're looking, sifting through lots and lots of CVs and you're looking for something tangible um, that shows that people have got an interest because it's very important. We're looking for people that are interested in in investing.
1: Great. That's that's really encouraging. So, regardless of what your kind of academic specialty is, you just got to work hard. And actually, there there could be a space for you if if you are curious about investing in in this way. And I think that's really important. We're we're trying to really send that message that you don't need to have a maths degree necessarily. You really don't need an economics degree. You, um. And, and, and you, what did you study? I can't remember what if you said at the beginning, Sarah, what you studied at university.
2: So I studied management, so kind of business related uh, but over the years in various financial roles, I have worked with people uh geographers, biology degrees it, it's it's really not the kind of degree subject that we're looking for. great
1: and interested, you've obviously seen a bit of change in the last ten years plus in your industry and in your area of investing. How has it changed? Has it become harder investing in credit than it than it was? um sort of looking back to financial crisis time how how is it practically different for you now
2: so credit specifically um because the mechanics of investing it's not harder it's different so there's a lot less liquidity in credit since uh, the financial crisis so the uh the investment banks the brokers so who used to warehouse the credit for the market and holds kind of stocks of bonds on their balance sheet, uh, can now hold a lot less because of the various rules that came in post financial crisis to make the financial system um, arguably safer. So liquidity is more of an issue now. You need to go out and find someone that's selling the bond that you want to buy. There's there's less of a middleman situation, but it's just it's it's just different. I'd say it's not harder. So our we've built in an extra layer to our process so our traders uh, we have an execution only trading desk and they get involved earlier. So there's no point in me doing loads and loads of research on this great value bond from a company if I can't actually get hold of the bonds. So before I start doing anything, if something comes through our screens and it's interesting, I'll go and talk to the traders and they'll go and kind of talk to various participants in the market to see, are these bonds liquid? Can we get hold of them? So that's the biggest change um, in terms of the mechanics of the credit market. And then a change that's been across uh, all areas of investing, I would say, is um, ESG considerations as well, be- becoming more to the forefront of of things in terms of the investment process, but also in terms of our our stakeholders kind of to the front of their mind and become more of a, a consideration for them.
1: That's great. And um, I think, yeah, we, we spoke about this previously, ESG, environmental, social and governance, I think is a real area of interest to people who are thinking about starting their careers now. So that's really interesting and really encouraging that that's a big part of what you do. In terms of you sort of look back at the advice that you've been given over the course of your career, is there something that stands out as having been particularly helpful in guiding you and um getting to, you to where you are today?
2: I mean it's quite basic advice uh, it was from my old boss at um r b s where I was previously um when you knew we were all looking because it's kind of a different time and everyone was was moving um and it was just to like. Be confident when you're looking at a job description. Uh, again, I think we talked about this previously. There's, I can't remember this, the exact statistics, but women are much more likely to want to be able to do already every single thing on that job description before they apply so they can hold themselves back. So um, just go for it, basically. Be confident in your abilities. If the job looks like it's a fit, you don't have to be able to do every single thing. I mean, when we're writing job descriptions, some things are must haves, but a lot of things are, are nice to haves, and we're interested in, in meeting people that are interested in in that role and I think they're a fit. So um, that's what I found really important advice into kind of making the next step into, into the uh, buy side and, and what I, I do now. I certainly remember looking at the Mondrian job spec and thinking, oh, I can't do this like, tiny thing down the bottom. Uh, maybe I shouldn't apply. And then obviously that my career would have been very different if I didn't just go for it.
1: Great. Oh, well, that's so good that you've been given that advice. So even though your instinct was... Maybe not. Actually, you, you kind of counted that. Um, and I think that's something that we've noticed is this sort of self-selection. It's a reason why only 20% currently of graduate applications are from female or non-binary candidates. Um, and I think it's, it's something, I think, as you say, if we can give people the confidence to do it, then that, that should go some way. But Sarah, thank you so, so much for speaking with us. It's been a pleasure chatting with you. For those of you who are interested in finding out more about credit investing and about GAIN, GAINUK.org has a wealth of resources. So please do check out the website. But Sarah, thanks so much. And everyone, goodbye.
0: Thanks for listening. If you've enjoyed this podcast, we'd love it if you could rate and review the podcast wherever you're listening now. And if you'd like to find out more about our work and how we can help you, visit GAINUK.org. We'll see you soon.